0: Welcome to Luminous Church Online, and here we are in the Chapman household for Mother's Day Sunday. So we're so excited to be in your home and wherever you are just to be here, and I invited Brandy to come today to really share a message that's on her heart that she really feels like is from God. And so what we may dialogue a little bit through this time. There may be times where she just goes off because when Brandy gets passionate, you can't stop her. It's true. Uh, but before we uh, really get going, uh, I, want, I would love to draw your attention to 2 Corinthians chapter 10. So if you have your Bibles, go find that. 2 Corinthians chapter 10 is where we're going to be in just a moment. But um, as you're turning there, as you're finding your Bible, as you're getting adjusted and comfortable, maybe you're going to get an extra bowl of cereal right now. Maybe you're actually doing something for your mom right now. Maybe you're sitting in your PJs or maybe you're all dressed up in your Mother's Day outfits. Whatever it is, welcome. We're so glad you're here. And I'm just going to let Brandy just say happy Mother's Day to all our moms out there.
1: Well, happy Mother's Day. I know that You were looking beautiful, and I can't wait to see your posts on Instagram and Facebook and see how beautiful you are with your families today. And so um, there's just this quote I want to share with you. It's by Sharon Hayes. It says, successful mothers are not the ones that have never struggled. They are the ones that never give up despite the struggles. So Mm -hmm. I know you out there are facing so many different things and changes in life right now, but I know that you're not giving up and you are incredible and you are setting an amazing example for your little ones at home. And even the ones that aren't in your home, I know that you are setting an incredible example because you moms are the pillar of your homes. And you are leaving a legacy in your kids that will only go down from generation to generation passed down. And so you are incredible. And so we just want you to know that this morning. We want you this morning to feel encouraged. We want you to feel loved and just be reminded of how amazing you are despite anything that's going on and despite any season that you are in talking of that season, talking about COVID and the things that we're facing today and during the season, so many things have come up. There's been fear. Um, There's been just a lot of negative thoughts, a lot of negative thinking um, that has come up. Um, I know for moms, especially even for myself, I've been homeschooling. um,
0: Doing a great job.
1: Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) And so there's just been a different season and things that I have not done before and so with that there comes this feeling of inadequacy or wondering if I'm measuring up or if I'm doing enough and and having all of these thoughts just fill my mind I know if you're in your house and you're with others there's been constant noise Just constant. You're constantly around each other. And until your head hits the pillow, and maybe even then, because you may have little ones that are crying at home, or you may have some that are sneaking in your bed. I know that we do. And so it's been hard to just have a break. It's been hard to find just peace and quiet in the moments. And so, Ben and I have been reading this book called um, Get Out of Your Head by Jeannie Allen, and we have really enjoyed this book. And so today, as we are um, just getting to speak to you guys, we wanted to use some of this as our framework for today and share some of the things that we've learned during this season and some just advice that's really helped us and encouraged us during this season. And so, um, moms, if you're out there, I want, and you, and you feel like maybe you've related to just some of these things or you're having your own just struggles and you're needing some encouragement. We just ask that you would come to our um, Zoom call. What do, what do yeah, we call yeah, it? Yeah, man? yeah, yeah.
0: Meet us in the lobby, Luminous Lobby on Zoom. So so come to that. It's going to be really exciting. And, and we want to let you know that you can talk about what's going on this Mother's Day. But we also want to say that if you send a prayer request to us or just a cry of help, like, man, I've had some negative thoughts lately. I've been struggling lately. And um, you're just like, man, this, that, that book, just get out of your head, that title um, by Jenny Allen already, I'm already uh, resonating with that. Then we would just ask that you would just send us an email, prayer at luminouschurch.org, where we want to gift you this book for Mother's Day. So if you send us an email and just let us know that maybe you're dealing with some negative thinking, um, some toxic thoughts, then we'll gift this book to you this Mother's Day. That's our gift to you from Luminous Church and we'll make sure to send that to you. And so um, we also want to just say that uh, as you pull up this uh this verse. Um, our our hope is we're going to pull maybe a couple things out of this book for you. So maybe it'll be a little bit of a teaser. Um, she does a way better job than we'll do today. For sure. Uh, for sure. And so that's why we recommend the book because it'll do more justice than this message. But um, but we do want to pull out a couple things that we think will be helpful. We want to read this scripture that we feel like God has put on our heart for today. And we want to just talk a couple, take a couple of things, a couple of applications, and maybe share a couple of stories. And so um, if you have your Bibles, let's turn to 2 Corinthians 10, 3 through 6. And it says this, For though we walk in the flesh, we are not waging war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. We destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive to obey Christ, being ready to punish every disobedience when your obedience is complete. So as we read that, we're just going to talk about that. So tell us about how negative thoughts just consume us. I mean, what are some of the statistics out there on this?
1: So I didn't really believe this. Even when I read it, I just thought, how can this even be? But as I even process through my days, I realize that this is true. 70% 70 of our thoughts during the day are negative. 70%. That means only 30% are positive, which means we have an average of about 30,000 thoughts a day. So that means out of those 30,000, 20,000 of those are negative. So To me, it's no wonder that we have one out of five people struggling mentally. Um, it's no accident. I mean, this is, it's just, it's mind boggling, but at the same time, it does make sense that we're constantly trying to renew our mind.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, So, so with that, I mean, you know, two thirds of our thoughts are negative. That's, that's a lot of negative patterns that are happening. And, and realizing that if you have more of something, right, then you have a tendency to go there. You go in the area of abundance. How I many you know, you have some extra spending money, some extra cash, right? You, you spend that, you know, you, you go into the abundance of whatever is abundant. You kind of dwell upon that. And so if negative thoughts are abundant, um, then typically we dwell on those. And as a result, you know, we we all have needs, don't we? I mean, we all have needs. We all have different needs. God designed us with needs. Um, And so sometimes the negativity can play off of the lack of the needs that we're getting. So the lack of needs that we aren't getting, I should say. So what are some of those needs that we all have that God has really put inside of us?
1: Yeah. So the first thing we have is a need for contentment. We need need peace. We need... um, Fulfillment. We need mm. to feel confident. Um, the second one is just a need of security. We need to feel accepted. We need to feel safe. Um, we need to have protection and stability. And the third one is a need for worth. I, I need to feel like I'm worth something. <laughs> you are. I especially need you are. that. Um, so I need to feel valued. We need to feel yeah. valued. Yeah. We need to feel significant and we need to feel important. I know that's one for me personally I struggle with. I want to feel important. Yeah. Um, So when something threatens these needs, the needs that we have, um, we have a choice. We have a choice to fight back. And so with that, um, when we're going back to the verse, it says we're tempted, we're tempted to fight in the flesh. Um, So can you give us an example?
0: Yeah. So, I mean, all of us are tempted to fight in the flesh when um, when our needs are threatened. You know, and I think about this pandemic, like our security is threatened. Um, there's, our worth is threatened. I mean, we're going to talk about that a little bit, just how our worth has just been knocked down, our identity, all that. And so what happens is the, the dialogue that we believe, all these negative thoughts come and take place. And all of a sudden we want to fight. In the flesh, and Brandy will catch me all the time. I'm I'm an extrovert. It's unfortunate because I want to hide the negative thoughts, but they're voiced. Right? It's unfortunate for extroverts like me and Noe um, Molina, if he's watching. And so we just, we constantly deal with this. And so I'm, I'm up there, I'm mumbling, my wife will catch me mumbling, what are you mumbling about? And essentially I have just entertained some of these bad thoughts, um, some of these negative thoughts. So what about yours? Is there some, some uh, fleshly moments for you in this past eight weeks of being quarantined? Or is there some negative thinking or maybe a story for you?
1: Um, yes. I feel like there's so many. So I just kind of have to pick and choose. I mean, you have 30,000 thoughts and 20,000 of them are negative. I mean, it's hard not to, to give in to these things. And so, for me personally, um, one of the things that I've, I've spiraled in is Ben has been working and he has been working a lot. And so because of everything that's going on, he's had to put in a lot of extra hours trying to navigate and figure things out. And when um, he says, I'm going to be home at five, in my mind, I am playing that because, you know, as moms, if you're home with little ones, you're homeschooling, you're with them all day long. Mm -hmm. And when dad comes in, they're running to the door and they're like, dad, and they're so excited to see dad probably cuz partially cuz mom's drained. <laughs> she has <laughs> nothing left for them. So they're like new blood coming in. <laughs> they're going to help me. And so I have that like thought, you know, he's he said he's going to be home at 5. Well, he shows up at like 6, sometimes 7 or later. Sometimes. Stuff comes up, things don't work out smoothly at work, and so I start feeling unimportant. I start dealing with not feeling worthy enough that he would text me or call me or tell me he's going to be late or not stick to the time frame and so it quickly spirals. So as soon as he's walking through the door, mm-hmm. immediately my demeanor has changed and then I just start spiraling in this toxic thought and I just keeps it keeps rolling and it keeps rolling because I'm giving life to it. I keep entertaining it and keep letting it consume my thoughts until the point where I'm so frustrated and poor Pastor Ben comes through the door and he doesn't know what he's going to get from his wife. He knows what he's going to get from his kids because they're (laughs) ready to see him and they're ready for him to be home. But for me personally, I've now taken that thought, not captive, and I have taken it and made it completely negative and consuming me.
0: Right. And so so as we take these negative thoughts, which are which are really untrue um, mm-hmm. most of the time, right? Because we, negative thoughts aren't always truth. In fact, I would say most of the time they're not. And so these negative thoughts, they start this spiral. And the spiral, the more negative thoughts, it leads to another negative thought and another negative thought. And eventually you have a whole storyline of negativity, which is a lie, right? And so, so then you start believing lies about other people, about yourself, Right about um, family members, about maybe um, political parties, maybe whatever it may be, right? That you're believing, uh, but we create this whole storyline of negativity, and and really, so that's the temptation, and we all have it. We're all faced with that temptation to write this storyline and live a storyline that is a lie, that's not designed by God. But the actual outlet, or the the reality is this: is that. God hasn't called us to do that. In fact, there's another way. We can, we can fight with the flesh, mm-hmm. with our negative thinking, or we can fight with spiritual weapons. That's the other way that we can fight. And, and so some of the ways that we can fight with spiritual weapons is to stop the insanity. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you, you know the insanity. The insanity is the spiral. Like the same old, same old, yes. expecting a different result, mm-hmm. Right. And that's what happens to a lot of us. How many are insane right now? You know, let's see like a hand emoji in the chat (laughs) box right now. Are you feeling a little crazy, cooped up? You know, all of a sudden, uh, uh, Texas opened back up a little bit and you were just driving around just to feel a little sane lately. We've all felt insane with that storyline. So the thing that Ginny Allen would say to us is, is Is it Ginny or Jeannie? I'm not sure, but we love you, and thank you for writing this book um but but what Mrs. Allen says here is she says that we need to interrupt the thought
1: that's right
0: we need to interrupt the thought and so um so she there's I'm going to give you a quick list on on a scenario of some negativity and then and then what we need to interrupt it, and then we're gonna go back through the list one time of some some deeper thoughts. So so with noise and distraction, right? Sometimes there's some noise and distraction. Well what we need to do is we need to interrupt that with stillness. With isolation where we feel isolated and we 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 feel ourselves having negativity. I'm all alone, I'm all by myself, no one understands me, then we need to interrupt that with community. She says that with anxiety we need to interrupt that through trust and and um Sovereign purposes with cynicism, which you mentioned that you struggle with cynicism, so for sure. Do you want to eat tangent, like chase (laughs) the rabbit, real quick?
1: Um, so in her book, give you a little teaser, she talks about she asks a list of questions of how you would know if you fall under the category of cynicism. And one of the ones that stood out to me that I know that I personally struggle with and don't. Don't let this put any insecurity in you. When I see you, I'm just a, being vulnerable, just Be being vulnerable, vulnerable.
0: Babe, for the people.
1: Um, oh, so I'm totally working it out. So one thing she says is when you see somebody, do you immediately like judge them and find their flaws like immediately? And so, or, or looking, being on the look, lookout for their flaws. And I just thought, do I do that? I think I do that. And so that's something that was pointed out to me. And I just thought, yeah, I really, I felt so convicted. I was like, I really need to work on this. Mm-hmm. I need to work on that. Like, is my heart right when I'm looking for people's flaws into where like God's refining them, making them better, or am I looking into them because I'm being judgy? So that's something yeah. I most definitely need to work on. I know personally for myself.
0: Yeah. So, so, and so she says, um, to interrupt that thought, Worship. So mm-hmm. you interrupt cynicism with worship. You interrupt spiraling. Thank you for being vulnerable. Yes, of course. Thank you. It'll be your <laughs> turn. Yeah. When we're spiraling self-importance, um, cho- our choice is to shift our mind back to God through humility. Uh, maybe victimhood. When we mm-hmm. feel like we're a victim of something, start moving to gratitude. Um, thankfulness complacency start serving him and others see we all have to fight when you interrupt a thought you're making a choice that i'm going to fight with spiritual weapons when you interrupt a negative thought you're making a conscious choice that i'm not going to dwell on this and let it spiral down you know we've all done that right there's some vain imagination. Um, you know, maybe we start writing our own narrative. It's because our ideas are always better, right? If we could write our story, right? If we could write our dreams, you know, then we would all be living in a mansion, driving a Porsche on an island with no COVID, right? That's what we would do. And, and so we, we, put, we have a choice to interrupt those thoughts, to interrupt those things and, and make a choice. So we need to fight. So, so there's there's different ways we fight. Um, what? The, so one of the ways is we need to fight through worship.
1: That's right, especially me, since it's yep. cynicism. I need <laughs> right. I need a lot of worship.
0: Yep. Yeah, so we, which
1: refreshes me, it which refreshes. refreshes me. Yeah, it
0: fills you yeah. up. It, mm-hmm. it makes you. It makes you appreciate God more, right? right. And so um, worship drowns out the noise of negativity. Mm-hmm. And we said that since day one, and since day one of of isolation, we said we need to start praising God. Mm-hmm. We need to start praising God because we knew that negativity would come in. Uh, it was day one. You, know, you can go back and listen to that sermon. Uh, day one, I said we need to start praising God. Mm-hmm. Um, praising God for who he is, praising God for what he's done, praising God in in the storm, in the midst of the crisis. It's amazing. Um, I don't know if you ever did this, but i would sit there and watch TV. And then for some reason, my mom would love to start the vacuum cleaner during our favorite cartoon, X-Men or something like that. Now you you may can relate to this story. And there the vacuum is just going. But what we don't do is we don't necessarily yell at mom because we'd be in trouble. We just turn up the TV. And the amazing thing is that the volume goes to a hundred. And so you just turn up and all of a sudden you forget there's a vacuum back there. And it's amazing is that sometimes you just got to turn up the volume of worship on your life and watch negativity get drowned out. Um, A.W. Tozer says this. Read that quote, babe.
1: If God is exalted, a thousand minor problems would be solved at once.
0: Isn't that true? Like, If God is exalted, a thousand minor problems would be solved at once. The the things that we're dwelling on would just be solved if we just praise Him and worship Him. The other thing is we need to fight through meditation.
1: That's right. Um, Jeannie Allen also says, "'God would take up so much space in our thinking, "'it would shrink our fears.'" It would shrink our fears. Isn't that amazing to think? Even during this time, if we would meditate on God's word more so than meditating on the news and social media and different blogs and all of these things that are coming at us we would shrink our fears and use wisdom and and be empowered with God's word and what he says and standing on that and yes. believing it and Just increasing our personal faith and walk with the lord
0: what i love about that is meditation is something it's god's idea right to be able to focus on him stillness and what's great about it it's not just anecdotal it's actually that's what i love about this book and i love research anybody who meditates lives longer anybody who meditates has a better quality of life there's Mm -hmm. peace that comes into their life it's a god-given gift to us and so much more so when we're dwelling on him when we're meditating on his presence that um, the other thing we need to do is we need to fight with prayer Mm -hmm. we need to fight with prayer how's your prayer closet how's your war room right now how's how's your prayer i'm I'm telling you is i used to pray only because there was traffic on the road you know that that was my main reason to pray because traffic was driving me crazy but uh, this is an hour where well, we need to pray when there's no traffic on the road. Well we just need a press in. And then we need to fight with being kingdom occupied. Fight being kingdom occupied. So um, Sam Black has a quote from Covenant Eyes.
1: He says, inappropriate thinking can be combated with positive thoughts, new hobbies, and playing music.
0: Right. So so if we if we if we have all these negative thoughts, sometimes we just need to be preoccupied with, with kingdom occupation. Mm-hmm. And, and what I mean by that, I love Carl um, Lentz. I follow him, crazy pastor in New York, but he has this, um, this campaign, Occupy All Streets. Where it was this whole idea of just bring the kingdom to every street in New York. And I just think that we need to do that in this season. We need to mm-hmm. occupy all streets. We need to occupy every area. This is why it's been so important to serve others, to, to get your mind off everything. I love my dad. He's right next door right now watching our kids. I'm so thankful for that. But he's baking banana bread uh, for our neighbors right now. That's what he's doing because he's realizing I'm going to be kingdom occupied. I could be down. I could be negative but I'm gonna, I'm gonna bake something for somebody else. I'm gonna bring joy to somebody else. I'm gonna go to the food bank. I'm gonna help all those things. And, and the, 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 so we have a choice, right? We all have needs. And when those needs are attacked, we have a choice. And the choice is to fight with the flesh or fight with these kingdom principles. Mm-hmm. The third thing that we need to know is that God wants you to win. God wants you to win. Not just that I want to win, or, or Brandy wants to win, but God wants you to win. Um, Psalm 37, four through five says this.
1: Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord, trust in him and he will act. What I love about this scripture is if you look in he, in the um, Hebrews, the word delight actually means bendable and pliable. So with that being said, It just reminds me that when we personally are allowing God to ply us, to bend us, and to mold us, and to shape us, then we start to look more like Him. That's right. So even though we said earlier, we all have needs, right? And when we let those needs become negative, we we intertwine them with our negative thoughts, it's really hard to combat them if we're not being pliable, if we're not being bendable, if we're not doing those things to delight in the Lord. So, um, I just wanted to share um, some of the things that for me personally, and some of the things I know maybe for you, you may be just struggling or processing through, but um, one thing that I personally struggle with is, um, it comes back to earth, but the main point is important, and for me, if I don't feel important, then I struggle. I struggle with being bendable and pliable, and and not taking the meditation and taking those thoughts captive and renewing my mind. So it can definitely be a struggle. Um, there was a a few months ago we were in our our life group. So that's a shameless plug right there, life group. If you're not, if you're, not you're not you're not in one. Yeah it's been such a game changer. I know in my life personally, especially right now doing Zoom calls, it's been a way for us to really engage one another, be able to serve one another, be able to love one another. Um, So we were in group and there came um, a time where we were just sitting and asking the Lord like, okay, Lord, just speak to us. We just want to hear you. We want, we want to be encouraged by you. We want to be fulfilled by you. So as the worship music was playing and we were having just a time just to be, just sit still in his presence and just listen. And the Lord just um, gave me a word. He said purification. I'm like, okay, well, what does that mean? What does that look like? And so then he gave me this vision of these gold bars and they were shiny and they were beautiful. And I just thought, okay, Lord, well, what do you mean by that? And so then I just wanted to dig deeper. I, I just felt like there was just more to this this message, like, okay, you're purifying me. You want to make me look like gold. So I'm trying to interpret it. So I come home and I, I spent some quiet time with him and just really dig in, like, what does he mean by that? What was the illustration? I, I didn't really quite get it. So I dug a little deeper And um, it was really cool because the Lord just showed me during purification of gold specifically. So if you have like jewelry that you, you know, you get melted down or you want to separate it, um, the gold is actually really, really soft. And something I was struggling with was at the time was being hard. I grew up with this hardness in my life to really protect myself and put walls up, and so the Lord was showing me that when you purify gold, you take away the hardness in in the like jewelry or items that are being melted. And if you take that gold and you separate it from the metals and the containments, all these things that are in there, the gold actually becomes soft. And if I stay hard, then there's no way for the Lord to really bend me and make me pliable and help me delight in Him because I have let the hardness overtake me. And so it was just a really cool thing that the Lord had showed me. And so I not not only use that for me, but I know today that He wanted me to share that with you specifically and encourage you during the season that... We don't need to put our walls up. We no longer need to be hard, especially during the season. So many things are arising, and our immediate response could be hard. And so I know that the Lord wants to wants you to delight in Him, but He also wants to mold you and shape you. And when you're soft, He's able to do that. And so when you're soft, it doesn't mean Um, It's not something negative. It's actually something positive and beautiful. And so I see you as pliable in these gold bars and these beautiful things that God wants to make of each of us. He wants to do that in our lives. So we have to be sure to be pliable and bendable in all those things so that he can purify us.
0: You know, that's so good. So just the whole idea of being gold and being pliable and and letting God move, and you have this vision of, of just bars of gold, which is beautiful, and yet realizing like it's tender, you know, it's one of the most tender metals there are, you know, and so this is what God wants of us, is he wants to purify us, he wants mm-hmm. to renew us, the whole point isn't just to have positive thoughts, mm-hmm. but have redeemed thoughts, right. thoughts that are centered on Christ, you see, Jesus, he, he paid the price for you and me, to give us our worth, mm-hmm. to bring back those needs that we are created for. And he is the one who fulfills every need that we have. This is our prayer for every mom who's watching, every dad, every brother, every sister, every son, every daughter, that you would move into a place of taking your thoughts captive Mm -hmm. and moving into a place of knowing who God is and being vulnerable in that, being okay with that, watching what God can do. So we wanna walk you through one quick exercise uh, from this book. And so it's one quick exercise to help you in this season. First off, grab the thought, the negative thought. Mm -hmm. So give us an example. So grab a negative thought.
1: Negative thought would be, I'm just not, a very good teacher in homeschooling. Yeah. I don't have the patience, I don't have the grace. Yeah. I, I can't do this.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so then diagnose the thought would be the second thing. So diagnose that thought, is that true?
1: That's not true.
0: That's not true, right? So, so you take it to God. What does God say about it? What does God say about that thought?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, God says I'm enough, I'm worthy. I am more than equipped especially when I have a background in that specifically and um, knowing that that doesn't align with his word.
0: Right, and then you have to make a choice. Mm -hmm. So there's four steps, make a choice. Am I going to believe God? So I'd encourage you to do this maybe today, maybe this week that you sit alone with God. And when you have a negative thought that you would identify, what is it? That you would diagnose, diagnose the thought, is it true? I'm going to tell you that every negative thought you're thinking right now is, is not true. Mm-hmm. That, that, that you're seeing the negative, but God actually, there's a redeemed thought in there. And so that's why you actually take it to God, because you need him to redeem that negative thought. And then make a choice, am I going to believe God? At the end of the day, you have to make a choice. You have to make a decision. Brielle and I, we were just having a moment right now, right before we filmed this is you have to make a choice. Right. You, you have to make a choice. I want you to choose right, baby, because it's gonna go well for you. And I wanna, I wanna encourage you, you're not baby, but I wanna encourage you. You have to make a choice, That's you have right. to choose right. And I'm so proud of you because um, you, know, you may not know this about Brandy, but she's really made a choice to take these negative thoughts that she's believed her entire life mm-hmm. and to really dig in, submit them to the Lord, and watch the Lord redeem them. Mm -hmm. And it's a different woman that's sitting next to me today. And the more that we do that, we'll be different people because we'll look more like Jesus. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna have Brandy pray for you before we sign off. Um, Love, do you mind just praying for everyone? Sure,
1: we'd love to. Father, we just thank you for this time. We thank you for today. We thank you for, Lord, just refreshing us renewing us with your word and in your truth. I pray today as um, everyone just hears this message that it would really fall in their hearts, Lord, that they would take the tools that you've equipped them with, the things that they've just heard today, Father, and that they would use them, Father, to be pliable, to be bendable, to operate fully in who you've called them to be, Father. And Lord Jesus, I pray through that, Father, that when you would be reminded, uh, we would be reminded, Lord Jesus, to just um, choose, to choose the things of you, Father, as you have um, given us choices to make, Lord Jesus, Father, would we catch the lies that the enemy tries to deceive us with, Lord Jesus? And I just pray right now, Father, that you, Lord, would come in with your truth and change our hearts and change our minds, Father, so that we can be renewed and we can look more like you, Father, and operate fully in the joy that you've given us. And we just pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
0: Well, hey, we love you, Luminous. Thank you for watching this. And we want to encourage you, send your email, prayer at luminouschurch.org to get your free book today. We want to send that to you. And also stick around for the Zoom lobby. I hear that there's some gift card giveaways today. So you won't want to miss that. We love you. We'll see you next week.